How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I really don't know what's going to transpire this evening. I'm almost afraid. It's going to be a journey. <laughs> because tonight we are venturing into the world of spirits. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9. It's Jeremy with me as always, our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright. And uh, well, we just might as well call him our San Diego spirit evangelist, Nick from 619 Spirits. Welcome to the program. Thanks, man. Just sitting here talking to you before the program as we were getting everything set up, deciding what we were going to drink. You love your product, but you love San Diego spirits. Like, oh, I love local spirits, man. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy because I was a essentially the first guy to do it. I mean, we launched our brand in 2012. When we started, we were actually making it out of state because I didn't have the money to start. So we were working up with a distillery up in Bend, Oregon. But then about a year or two later, when some distilleries started popping up down here, we joined up with a couple of piggybacked. And, and yeah, it's just been great because thankfully you've got, you got Hanterbury, Malahat, Old Harbor, you and yours, Misadventure, a ton of them coming up. So it's we nice. We love all those guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all these names we love. And one of the cool things I think we should mention that uh, your kitchen, your tasting room kitchen, uh, right off of Lincoln Avenue and 30th in North Park, you you can you don't just serve your spirits you serve all those guys yeah exactly so because we have because we have a full kitchen we have a full we basically can serve a full bar so we serve beer wine spirits we serve all the local spirits um we were talking about josh we carry settings on sake we carry local wines <laughs> that's right because um, you, you just tell yeah. us you had josh in your tasting room mixing cocktails josh is always a good time i was just gonna say we've had josh on this show a number of times and it never ends early it, it could oh, be that man. way tonight because we're gonna try some of uh some of the spirits you put together all gonna be vodkas tonight we're gonna do cocktails with some your different vodkas. We're going to pair those and try those with the, the base spirit, but let's get into what is your vodka? Because I know there's different bases that you can use. Yep, there's different bases. You can actually, people don't understand because most people assume that vodkas are made out of potato, but um, actually most vodkas are wheat. Um, when we started, you know, in 2012, we were a corn base. I liked it because it was quote unquote naturally gluten free and it had kind of a sweet, uh, a sweeter texture to it. Um, we've since switched to a sugar cane base. Ah. Um, the nice part about for us is it's a little easier to work with. You guys know, obviously the brewing process, you take, you cook the stuff to convert the starches to sugars. Well, when you start with sugar, you don't have to do that. So we have, shall we skip that part of the process? It makes it a little more expensive because, you know, corn is subsidized out the wazoo and sugar's not. So, um, but I like the resulting product a little better. It's cleaner and it has a little bit of a sweet finish to me and I like it. I'm enjoying this sip by sip. This is a, this is pretty damn good sip. <laughs> oh, thanks, Sipping man. Vodka. I wouldn't even need to add anything to this if I wanted to. Yeah, I was going to say it is so smooth that this is not even chilled and it's just silky smooth. And you get, you do, you get a little bit of sweetness, right? Yeah, there's a tiny bit of sweetness there. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the way it's going to go. I, I got a feeling um, you and I might not be coherent by the time we get to the end of this hour. <laughs> That's so, my, that was my dastardly plan. I'm going to talk to you more about what 6ix9ine Spirits has got going on, uh, but uh, let's start off the program with this selection. You want to rage against the machine? We will do that exact thing. It's Rock and Roll Happy Sweet. on Alt 94.9. I'll tell you, Ken, I feel all warm and fuzzy inside right now. Yeah, that, that was a good toast. <laughs> it is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9. Drinking with Nick from 619 Spirits. You've seen the spot. His kitchen, his tasting room right off Lincoln 
and 30th, uh, you know, right across the street from one of my favorite places to go get some chicken. Streetcar. Uh, streetcar. Yeah. 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 Let me tell you. You know, speaking of, since you have a kitchen, what do you guys, uh, what, what can I find in terms of like food if I'm coming to your spot to enjoy something? You know, it's basically American food. We kind of call it comfort food with a twist. You know, we have like fried chicken sliders. We have mac and cheese with bacon, crab, stuff like that. Um, you have gyros there too. We have, well, yeah. So, well, so I'm Greek, so we have some nods to that. We carry ouzo and things like that. Uh, uh, but we have we have non-traditional. So we have a chicken gyro and we have a carne asada gyro. Oh, so, excuse me, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, the carne asada one has pico de gallo and stuff in it. It's very, it's very, it's very Mexican. And then we have a chicken cultures. one. Can I get that door dashed here <laughs> yeah, right now? You probably can. That would actually probably pair pretty good with uh, this next spirit we're going to try. Oh yeah, but totally. It goes I'm, great with the cucumber. Yeah, you, you got, I was just looking at the bottle as you were pouring the cucumber out. You, there's something on the back that caught my attention. It says 12 times distilled, five times five filtered. Five times filtered, right. What, what is yeah. that? I mean, how do you distill something 12 times? So, you know, vodka is one of those weird things that legally to be vodka, you have to distill whatever you're starting with, corn, sugar, grapes, whatever, to 190 proof. So 95 plus percent alcohol. And doing that on traditional still, it's impossible, right? You have to literally have to distill multiple times. Yeah. Our still happens to have six column, I mean, six plates in the column, which technically is a distillation. And we need to run it through twice to get there. So it's, and 12, so it's 12 times. times. Gotcha. Um, and that's what makes it also, because basically um, distillation is filtration every time you go through. So that's what also helps make it clean, smooth, it's all, all that it, good stuff. It's also helps keep the garbage out so you can have a little bit more and not feel like exactly oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah little little help on the hangovers front yeah uh-huh. for well, sure th- th- this would uh, this would go really good in it uh, this is your cucumber this um, is our cucumber infused vodka it's the it's the first infusion we did actually and funny story we were kind of alluded to off the air is when we when I launched this brand the plan all along was to do these natural infusions and um, the TTB is the fabulous federal agency that oversees all this stuff and you have to get all these formulas approved and it took me about two years to get these approved because we're not using fake stuff so if you go if I said hey I wanted to use cucumber flavoring number five it's like oh, stamp you're good to go I actually got a letter from the TTB I need to find this and frame it that asked me for all the food safety the FDA food safety information for a cucumber <laughs> And I, I, I went to my lawyer and I'm like, I don't even know what to do with this. How do we, what do we do? And I had to hire another beverage lawyer to help get the formulas through because they didn't understand natural ingredients. And then w- there's another flower we've been trying to use that the, that the TTB just took away from everybody. There are actually some other distilleries in the country using it that the, because the FDA said we don't want to certify it as food safe. They came and took it away. It's, it's called a butterfly pea. You can go on Amazon right now and order it and get it yeah. to your house and make, and make tea with it. But we can't use it because the FDA won't certify it. It's the weirdest thing. But if I flavorings, colorings all day long because those wow. go through a different process. I will say Thanks. thank you for using all natural ingredients. Thank you for taking the extra time and money yeah. to not use cucumber flavoring number five. Yeah, no, and the thing we do too, we'll talk more about the other flavors later, but we try and so- source all this stuff locally too. So the peppers we use, the rose petals, they come from Fallbrook, San Marcos. You know, we actually work with lo- directly with the local farms to get the stuff. Ken, try that cocktail. Yeah, I was going to say, Jeremy, you're having a moment over I'm, here. I'm just sitting here while he was talking about naturally sourced <laughs> local ingredients. Oh man, and, I feel like I'm in a hammock. A friend of mine calls this the spa cocktail, but Oh. Yeah. Now this this is one of the cocktails I can find in your uh, tasting room and yep. kitchen, right? Yeah, yeah. This is on our on our menu at the kitchen. Yeah, cucumber martini. <laughs> it's cucumber vodka, simple syrup, lime juice, mint. Really simple. Oh. Mm, well, we're gonna share uh, we're gonna share this this moment with this uh, this cocktail. And uh, you wanted some ACDC. Yeah. I think you know that'd be great. It, it's it's counterpoint. Have a drink on me, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's counterpoint to the cocktail, but we're gonna play it next on the Rock and Roll Happy Hour. It's all ninety four nine. Ken, the deeper and deeper we get in tonight, the more, the more, and the more I love six one nine spirits. Just the ethos 
of uh, what they're doing. The cucumbers and roses. It's a gardening and, show. And, 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 and here's the thing. It's not just cucumbers and roses infused in vodka. It's actual cucumbers and roses infused with vodka. So it's taking craft to that extra level. This is what makes craft beer so good. I got a feeling that this, this extra attention to detail is exactly why you guys just nailed USA Today's reader poll, didn't you, Nick? Yeah, dude, I'm pretty stoked. I don't know how we got in there, but we got uh, we got nominated in the top 20 in the country, and then, uh, yeah, we were voted the USA Today Reader's Choice number one vodka here, distillery here. in the country. That's coming right Woo! out of San Diego. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty stoked, dude. You should be. I, I haven't fully processed the win yet, honestly. It's a little it's a little overwhelming because, you know, San Diego is such a big beer town, and so to finally be able to get some recognition for spirits is kind of cool. You can serve all these spirits and more at your... Uh, I, I, your you can come buy bottles from us, which is kind of weird because we're, we're not really a bar restaurant, right? We're a distillery, so you can come drink this stuff, and if you like it, walk walk away with a couple bottles of it. I can sell it to you from the distillery restaurant, but I can't ship it to you. So we've had the <laughs> cucumber vodka. We've had the base 619 vodka. Now, this one you poured out, It's it's it smells like flowers, and it's got this ever so gentle Pink. rosy tint to yeah, it yeah yeah this is our rose petal it's uh it's love it or hate it because it's very perfumey it's very flowery but like i said it's real rose petals infused straight into the vodka they're grown right up in uh, san marcos for us by fresh origins and uh i grew up as a kid drinking uh, eating a lot of pastries from the middle east because i'm greek and they use rose water a lot I, so i, I grew say, yeah. i grew to like that flavor and so that's you know instead of doing lavender or something everybody else has already done this is that's why i chose I, this. I love rose petal ice cream i didn't know they made a rose petal ice cream they do this is a mind bender i've, I've had people tell me it even tastes like a brand a little bit. I don't personally get that, but I kind of no. understand. No, it's it's, it's um, definitely floral. There's a, there's a lot of that that rose aromatics to it, and it's it's a it's a really pleasant experience because I noticed something the same with the cucumber vodka. The flavor is there, but it's not overpowering. Right. It's yeah. not cloying. It's not obsessive. And I I think if you were using extracts, you would get that. But well, going through a natural process of taking the actual raw product and infusing it into the vodka is, I think, what gives you that real delicate balance. You can only achieve with that. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you too. It's taken a lot of time you know uh, we used to infuse for longer and now we play around with the duration and because f- we didn't used to get this color as nice as it well, as it is yeah, that's, it, it, and so it's, it's, it's taken beautiful. a lot of work it's... to figure that out because that's when you're working with na- natural ingredients if you're flavoring it, you'd pour it in and throw it in the bottle but we have to be really careful about how long we let it sit you know so it doesn't change color too much or get too bitter or you know all that stuff and so. this smells like roses it, it doesn't <clears throat> smell like old lady perfume my my question is how do you make a cocktail out of this i mean this on its own is an experience yeah it was a bit of a challenge I mean, thankfully, we have we have some really good mixologists and bartenders working for us. And uh, this actually, the one we brought today is a little, it's kind of one of our po- more popular ones. It's the Levion Rose, and it actually has ginger beer in it, which we were talking about a little bit off the Crazy. air. Crazy. To tighten it up a little bit. It's got St. Germain, so another little bit of floral, um, and then lemon juice. And uh, yeah, it's our Levion Rose. I think it's pretty. This is like rose lemonade. It's got a hint of that uh, sort of Moscow mule. Because it's got a touch of ginger beer in there, yeah, to give it a little bite. To, Again, to, the to, flavor's to... just... This is a delicate dance that uh, I, I don't know if you're going to find anywhere outside wow. of uh, 619 Spirits Kitchen. Since we are drinking a rose-infused vodka, let's do a little guns and roses. <laughs> that was not Axel. <laughs> I'm frightened. You you know you I'm know excited. you know that heat is my kryptonite. Oh my goodness! This is this is going to be nothing but trouble. It's the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on all ninety four nine. It's Jeremy with our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Mister Ken Wright. We're drinking with Nick from Six One Nine Spirits, a purveyor of fine spirits. You can find his tasting room kitchen off of Lincoln Avenue in Thirtieth. And the man loves San Diego spirits. He's been in the game since you said twenty two thousand twelve. So we've had the Six One Nine vodka, just straight up easy drinking, sipping vodka. That so goes smooth. Cucumber martini with the 
cucumber vodka. We just finished the uh, Le'Veon Rose with the Rose vodka. And as soon as you told me that this was a pepper vodka. Yeah. <laughs> bring on the Scoville units. Oh, and it's not any pepper vodka. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's called a Trinidad Marugo scorpion pepper. And when we first started using it, it was the hottest pepper in the world. This sounds really dangerous. Yeah, it's Rain. pretty dangerous. Like it. Don't did... cut yourself while you're working with them. That's all I got to say. And make sure and wear gloves and take them off oh. before you pee. Go no. to the bathroom. Now, yes. Yeah, yes. I, again, I have done that. Oh! Nobody. Yeah. It so burns. now, so now I use gloves. So how did, how did they? <laughs> how did a pepper vodka come into play for you? Oh man, I'm not personally a fan, but I have good friends who are big Bloody Mary drinkers, and they're always trying to figure out how to make the hot Bloody Mary. But what they don't like is even having to use, having to have the flavor that comes with Tabasco or whatever right. heat source they're using. So I was going to make a pepper vodka and was looking at habanero and some other things. And and I don't know, three four years ago, I get a phone call out of the blue from this guy. Um, his name's Rocky Tomlinson, lives up in Fallbrook. He's got like a little two acre farm up there and he's like hey are you ever thinking about making a pepper vodka and I'm like um yeah why and he's like I got the pepper for you this Trinidad Marugo Scorpion I'm like okay um never heard of it but let's give it a try so I drive up there with my fiance we go to check out his little farm I go into his kitchen and I don't know how his wife put up with this but it's mostly tequila but just all these boozes infused with the scorpion pepper he has a little experiment lab going on the best part is at one point he comes over to me with this little tiny jar and he opens it up and he takes the jar and he put, holds the jar away from me holds the lid toward me and has me take a toothpick and take a little piece off to try. Sure. It's a paste. And I take a little thing and he goes, oh, that's way too much. And I'm like, well, I can't. I can barely see anything on the toothpick. Yeah. I couldn't talk for 10 minutes. My fiance is having to keep the conversation going. <laughs> so like I said, at the time, it was the hottest pepper in the world. It's not anymore. Yeah. But yeah, and then we're trying to make the first batch and I'm like, I don't know. Let me just, let me take a bottle of my regular vodka. I'm going to cut the pepper in half and throw both halves in. <laughs> Oh my God. Undrinkable. Did you try it? Or? Yeah. Oh, Undrinkable. Yeah. So what you're drinking is about half a pepper per bottle. Oh my That's God. That's how hot these peppers are. Ken, I'm sweating. As you can imagine, we do tastings with this stuff and we warn people this is going to be really hot. And I would say 90% of the people have the reaction you had. And then we get every once in a while the, what? Is that, all, is that Was that your plain vodka? Is that all you got? I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? The cool part about this, though, is I made it for Bloody Mary's. But you take your baby, you let it into the wild, you see what happens. This is one of the first drinks somebody came up with about three or four years ago. It's called Blood of the Scorpion. It's got blood orange, pineapple puree, lemon juice in it, and it really changes the complexion of the drink. I thought for sure, okay, Bloody Mary's and that's it. We've had bartenders make drinks with Nutella, like a, a spicy chocolate hazelnut drink with the spicy vodka. It, it's taken on a life of its own as a, oh, yeah. as a, as a spirit. Now, now this, this Blood of the Scorpion right oh, here, yeah. this is more my style. <laughs> It's got sweet to cut the heat, but it's still got a little bit of that residual like punch in the gut. I was going to say, this is like a big comfort blanket. I'm a heat addict. Thank God well, one of us is. It's a secret weapon, too, because when you eat capsaicin on food, it's oil-soluble and it sits in your tongue forever. This, this the, the heat starts to go away after about 30, 45 seconds, yeah. and then if you're somebody like you, you just keep taking another sip. You, you want to you chase the heat, and the Look drink's gone me, like J that. Jeremy's breaking and into and a sweat <laughs> over there. No, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm drinking this cocktail. Heat is not my, my bag, but I am really digging and this the right funny part is we have people say that and this is the best selling cocktail in our tasting room. You know what? I'm, I think I'm getting a runner's high just from uh, <laughs> drinking the capsaicin infused. Without oh any God. other running. I'm going to grab a water. We're going to take a break. We come back. I got some songs to go with this and uh, I, I need I need something to cool my mouth. We're going to get into that next. It's a rock and roll happy Arnold 94.9. Well, that's given me enough time to uh, to process the heat out of my system after that uh, scorpion pepper 619 <laughs> vodka. Is a rock and roll happy Arnold 94.9. It's Jeremy with our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Mr. Kim.
10, right? And we've got Nick from 619 Spirits, who is just absolutely slaying it tonight with cocktails and the spirits he's brought. <laughs> I surrender. I, if, if I can say one thing about what he does, it's amazing, amazing vodka with really good infusions that are all, as much as you can be, locally sourced, all really good ingredients, no BS, extracts, that kind of nonsense. And you can tell by the product. We've had the cucumber martini with the cucumber vodka, living in rose with the rose-infused vodka. The scorpion <clears throat> is still <laughs> is still getting me in the back of my throat yeah, right baby. now. But I'm kind of hoping uh, as as we end tonight that uh, I I can I can quell that heat. But I have to ask. You said you were uh, you said you're Greek. Yes. Is there going to be an ouzo in the future for six one nine? Oh man, you know. So ever since we opened up this new spot, I've I really want to do an ouzo, but at the same time, I don't want to you know shame the family name. So at some <laughs> point, yeah, at some point, yes, we will. But I'm not going to do it until I know I can dial it in right. You're getting pretty close. This smells like you you've poured two yeah. different spirits. Yeah, we got two more left to try. They, these aren't yeah. cocktails. These are just raw spirits. One of them smells like uh, smells like a, a sour Woo! sour it, something. You know, it smells like. Uh... Never mind. One of them smells really sour. The other <laughs> smells like coffee. I, I'm afraid of the sour one. So let's start with the coffee, or do you want to start with the no, sour start one? No, with the sour one. So the sour one, the sour one's actually, so it's our newest one. It's only maybe three or four months old, um, and it's pickle infused vodka. So it's is pickle that vodka. What that is? Yes, it's pickle vodka. That's, oh my God. Yeah, so we did me. the cucumber so, infused vodka. <clears throat> right. Yeah, we're doing the pickle infused. But this is actually pickle infused. In fact, this was the Woo! first time in a while we submitted a new formula because this one has vinegar and a bunch of other, you know, spices and whatnot. And so this was kind of a complicated formula, but it's very, I mean, it's pickle. Oh my God. Give me. It's basically a pickle back with alcohol in it. Give me that and, and a Bloody Mary. Yeah. <laughs> to Dude. hell with the spicy pepper. Speaking of the Bloody Mary, our most pop, now that we have this, our most popular Bloody Mary is half and half. Mm. Dude, that is a <clears throat> lip smacker. Yeah. Is what it's that is. Salt. I mean, you have to like pickle because it's, it's, oh yeah. But, we didn't, but, we didn't go yeah, halfway. It's all it, pickle. It, there's a salty component too yeah. that eases the uh, acidity of yeah. the uh, vinegar. And you know, what the funny thing is, is I was going through this and I was, so um, we, we worked with guys a guy named Jared Farver. He has Farves pickles locally here. And he's the one that helped me come up with this. And one of the things I didn't realize is adding salt will attenuate the vinegar. Yeah. And yeah, like exactly. he's like, no, more salt, more salt. I'm like, what? And then, no. but it really does help. <laughs> All right. So the next one, let's talk about this has got to be coffee. Ooh, so the coffee, this one I'm actually the most proud of. I drink this probably the most because oh coffee is really hard. We, we've we been doing this for a while and the first few batches were a little bitter. We basically cold brew the coffee in vodka. That's how we make this, right? So we work with Cafe Calabria, which is two doors down from us. Love in North those Park. guys. There you go. Yeah. And they make a special roast for us. And the, the hardest part about this is getting that coffee flavor without getting the bitter. So we've actually, over the last couple of years, we shortened the time we let this we let this steep in a cold brew. And then the only other problem with this is it's it's the hardest one we have to filter because this is probably filtered literally 10 or 12 times because trying to get all the coffee grounds out uh. is, a, is a nightmare. <laughs> so it's one of the drawbacks of doing it for real because if we just had coffee essence or whatever, we could just pour it in. But this takes forever to filter out. Mm. But this in my opinion, it's worth it. And we one of the things I worked with them on is I said, I want, I want it to taste creamy. I want the creamy creamier coffee not a bitter coffee it does yeah so when you drink it straight it it's not it's not like an espresso like a harsh espresso shot it's, no but no. i would like to take this and throw it with some uh, half and half and Are you uh, think it look yeah. Let's go bowling. <laughs> this, to me, would we make do that a at the distillery. You yeah, do a white it makes Russian? a great white Russian. Yeah, we, so it's this, oh, it, it, without Kahlua, it's this, simple syrup, and half and half. I, yeah. I'm sold. Clearly, you're not a golfer. With that, I think Ken uh, wrapped it up for us tonight. We're going to have to end with some Dylan because we can. <laughs> and, I mean, Nick, thank you for what oh, you man, do. Hey, thank you, guys. This was it's so much fun. This was awesome. Thank you very much. 619spirits.com to check out what he's got going on and uh, drop by Lincoln and 30th. Go see him. Go have some food and enjoy the spirits. Good night. Thanks, guys. Thank you.
Here's a fun little segment that we decided we want to do. After a couple of weeks ago, Ken and I had a, a moment after the happy hour. We decided that it, wouldn't it be cool, since Ken has such an extensive cellar, <laughs> to start going through some of the beers he's been sitting on. And a quarter, kind of, kind of after the happy hour special. Since we're we're sitting here, we're kind of loose. We're feeling good. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I love. I don't know what to call this segment other than after the happy hour, or we can call it Ken's dusty bottles. I, I was yeah, Ken's dusty bottom. Uh, what's <laughs> what's lurking in my basement? What, what's in Ken's closet? <laughs> Fetch the gimp. <laughs> Wake him up. Speaking of, I mean, that's kind of who you brought tonight, didn't you? Yeah, you know, Tommy himself couldn't be here, but uh, speaking of leather suits and ball gags, uh, <laughs> you know, it's you. a shame. He, he misses. Yeah. Uh, we have a bottle of Cuvée de, Ego, uh, Cuvée de Tommy. He said it right, Cuvée de Ego. He said that's it many times pronounced. himself. Yeah. Um, the year? 2008. That's like 13 years ago. Sure, I'll go with that. <laughs> I'll go with that. All right, so wait, this is this is an eleven-year-old bottle of Cubeta Ego. Yeah, and you know, I I I, uh, I do not have a temperature-controlled, humidified. It's okay, Doctor Bill. It's still beer. We'll just drink it. So this has not been something that's been well kept. You haven't had this. This is sitting literally in my closet in Escondido. And God knows what else is in there. I know what else is in there. So, in its in its original form, what is what is Cuvée de Tommy supposed to be? I know it's a it's a blend of some of the some of their beers. Yeah, it's like a barrel aged strong ale blended with uh, cherries. I didn't really do any research on this, Jeremy. Of course you didn't. You know what? Just crack the bottle. Let's right, let's, let's let's first see if there's uh, if there's any pressure. First in there. of all, yeah. Do you have paper towels handy? Because oh. this could gush. Oh, like dude, a I didn't mother- even think. Of- I didn't even think about the paper towels. I'm going to want to hold this over a, a receptacle. <laughs> My mouth won't do. <laughs> receptacle. All right, here we go. Let's see if it's got pressure behind right. it. Oh. oh, that was disappointing. <laughs> it made a cute little... <laughs> There, there was no sizzle. Oh. There was just a pop. Oh, man. All right, pour some of that in that glass. Was, you no, smell, I'll smell okay. it when you pour it in my glass. Right. I don't need to smell it out of the bottle. All right. Wow. It's the uh, color of... Um, it's slightly murky. It's the color of prune juice, actually. Uh, wow, it's definitely got that... Uh, that vinegary nose to it still. It hasn't lost that. There might be a little oxidation there. Yeah. Actually, given the fact that there was zero pressure when you popped the cork, it probably <laughs> is really oxidized. For, yeah. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That's gone super sour. Oh, good glory. Wow. Uh, man, to, mix to, this up with some olive oil and make a vinaigrette out of it. Woo! All right, so Ooh. this is the definition of when a beer turns to vinegar. This beer has turned to vinegar. It is nothing but acetic acid, I don't think. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a, it was it was a hell of a cork to pop. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's it's yeah. nice to drink an 11-year-old beer, except yeah. it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Th- there, there was definitely not a tight seal on that cork. So mm-hmm. there has been oxygen in there this entire time, just kind of giving life to the little oxygen-friendly things that are... Waiting for it. So, in a, in a beer like this, what what's oxygen friendly? I mean, the bacteria that that was resting in the barrel is probably still carried to the beer, and I'm probably guessing has persisted in kind of and, carrying. And, and out. there's certainly no CO2 in it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It is flat as can be. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I'm uh, going to call this a fail. Um, it's a great <laughs> beer, by the way. Just when, don't let it sit for 11 years in a closet in Escondido. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait to see what's uh, what's going to come out of your fridge next. What do you say we just uh, we kill things here and then uh, we go over to O'Brien's for a pint? I like it.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.